Hello everyone and welcome to Recommended, where you find your weekend watch. My name is Brett and it is Summer Blockbuster Movie Month and every week in June, Drew is going to recommend me a summer blockbuster that I have to rate and tell you if I were to recommend it to you. On the flip side, I'm also going to be doing the exact same to him. I can tell you right now, my movies are typically better than his, so you can just be weary of whatever Drew recommends. It's just, it's almost like a law of nature. Wouldn't you say so, Drew? That hurt. <laughs> are you serious? I'm crying on the inside right now. Look, I'm just saying, if Newton had been around to listen to our podcast, it would have been his fourth law. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. Well, I can tell you where you're not going to go from it. You're not going to go to space. Because, oh, yeah. Drew, you recommended this past week that I watch Independence Day. Um, and when's the last time you watched Independence Day? Probably a couple of years ago. Okay. So... This is what I, I just want to start with this before we really dive deep into anything. I had never seen Independence Day before I watched this. And when you uh-huh. recommended it to me, the only thing that came to my mind was, I want to say it's Shania Twain or is it Faith Hill? Uh, Independence uh, Day. Shania Twain. I think it is too. That song just came to my head and I just kept saying, Let freedom ring the whole time. And let me tell you something, Drew. One, freedom did ring, but two, that song did not, and I was highly disappointed. Now, Oof. I think that song came out after Independence Day, in all fairness. Well, maybe, maybe. Like, I feel like that came out as a response to 9-11. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good uh, thought. It might have. I feel like it I did. I know there were plenty of songs that did. Yeah, it's, it just screams, America, heck yeah. Yeah. But uh, Independence Day is a movie. Uh, if you've never seen it, it is about um, basically aliens are invading Earth. They just wanted to destroy everything on Earth, harvest all the materials, kill everything, get out of town, and just leave it a wasteland. Yes. Um. And Earth is trying to figure out how can we stop these aliens who have force fields we our nukes can't get through uh, on their ships. And they're just wrecking every city. And within like 30 hours, the whole Earth's going to be gone. And so they're trying to solve this critical crisis, trying to solve what can they do. Uh, and that's when people like Will Smith come into play. And he's like, yo, dog. I can figure this out. Him, Jeff Goldblum, uh, Bill Pullman was also in there who did a really great job and his role as the president. Um, and basically, I know the story is about aliens invading Earth. I feel the real story though, Drew, is a president who at the beginning of the movie is not seen as a leader uh, who throughout the movie progresses and really takes that upon himself to say, no, I'm going to be a leader. I'm not going to be told what I'm going to do. I'm going to do everything that I think's best for the country. Oh, man. Hmm. But I will say this. Independence Day. Oh, my goodness. What a movie. Um, 
in the worst of ways. What a, what a movie. Like, I can't believe you actually made me watch this movie, Drew. What? What was wrong with it? So, so I'm an action movie fan, <laughs> and worst. you know that. Is that why you recommended it? Because you're like, Brett likes action. This is fall action. Well, it is a summer blockbuster, and it's a good summer blockbuster. In whose eyes? Mine. Okay, that's it's a lot. Um, see, here's my problem with Independence Day. The first hour of the movie, nothing happens. It's like sh- spaceships slowly moving over Earth and shooting things. For the first hour, there's nothing. The president's character, while uh, Bill Pullman uh, plays a good president, it just felt like the character was very... um, What's the word? Like, overcompensating um, the whole movie. Hmm. Like, he knew, oh my goodness... People see me this way, then I'm just going to be the leader and screw everybody else. Like, that was the mentality he took. Uh, not only that, but so much of the movie was, like, <clears throat> ridiculous. Like, oh, man, what if we, uh, I don't know how I'm going to figure this out, but what if I just transmit a virus into the alien systems and take down their force field shields? It's, like, pretty effective, I would say very effective except for the fact how like one how would that dude know how to do that it's he literally just saw the ship and he's like "Ooh, that'd be a great he's idea a yeah and so <laughs> a genius knows how to hack an alien sure. network sure. uh well it wouldn't be a dumb person <laughs> a genius. Yeah. look look i'm shocked right now like you're you're harpooning on independence day when you assign me Armageddon, uh, there's like yes. 50,000 with that movie. Listen, so, listen, <laughs> Armageddon has an amazing ending. Independence Day did not. It was like the corniest ending. What are you talking about? The, the alien mothership coming down in flames and they're, you know, he the, the firework display and he, he holds us. His, uh, okay. His son up on his oh yeah. Speaking like, of his son. Speaking of his son. Speaking of his son. Will Smith goes and steals a helicopter, and then he tries to stop, and he's like, "Nah, man, you ain't gonna stop me. Shoot me, shoot me." And he don't stop him, of course. And so he flies his helicopter to another city, happens to land exactly next to his wife who he thinks is dead, by the way, because that city's been destroyed. And he just happens to be literally laying right next to her. It's like, he doesn't even have to search. He just gets off the helicopter. He's like, oh, hi. <laughs> like, what? And I get, it's a two-hour and 25-minute movie, and you have to cut some stuff. But come on. And then, <laughs> and then the president's wife, the president's wife is also found there with his wife, with Will Smith's wife. They bring her back, get her to the hospital because she's injured, only for them to tell the president, yo, man, she's dying. You know how much that affects the president? (laughs) Absolutely zero. (laughs) You see that... You had that one little scene where he's like, oh, my wife. And then afterwards, everything's good. I had a wife. 
what? <laughs> There's nothing. He's just like, hey, we beat the aliens. We good now. It's like, wait, huh? Hey, man, you got to drive that plot forward, Bray. You got to drive that plot forward. <laughs> they were driving it hard. Listen, I understand and I can see why Independence Day was loved by some people. But the fact that for the first hour of the movie, that's almost half the movie, it felt like zero things actually happened. Like, I was just over it at that point. Like, I was just like, man. It's kind of like the meme where the kid, like, kicks the dead dog or whatever. He's like, do something already. That's kind of how I felt. I mean, like... I mean, stuff happened within the first hour. You do have like aliens attacking cities and whatnot. I guess the first, the first fight doesn't happen until like the first hour. I guess the first like the dog fight with the airplanes. But I mean, stuff does happen. But I even mean, within so, that hour, I, mean, I would love to know. Punches an alien in the face. Listen, says, I would. Welcome to America. I would absolutely <laughs> love to know how much actual dialogue is in the first hour of this movie. Because there's barely any. You don't need dialogue. There's barely any. You drag this alien corpse to Area 51. You meet Lieutenant Commander Data, i.e. Brent Spiner. Oh um, the weird guy who like gets the alien tentacle wrapped around his throat. Speaking yeah. of which, he uses <laughs> that to talk. <laughs> And so here's the deal. So this, I'll say this. I, like I said, I hadn't seen the movie, so, and I'm actually fairly good at like seeing subtle things that I'm like, oh, that's what's happening. Like, that's what they're gonna do with the movie. Like, I can predict endings fairly well. Well, the problem was I did not predict this ending, and you'll be shocked to know that. Um, I think the turning point for me when I finally said, oh, okay, they're just gonna kill them all which was kind of really disappointing to me, was that alien is rubbing the dude's neck to use his vocal cords to talk. And, yeah. and you've got these three aliens in, like, containment pods behind them. Two are dead and one's kind of not, they said. I don't know. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking, they're invading Earth because that ship crash-landed and they won't the queen back or whoever it is i'm like they just want their queen back and it's gonna like we give it back and they leave and there's peace like i thought the whole movie was going to come down to them realizing that's why they're here you know and then literally as i'm as i'm recognizing this i'm like oh that's probably what they're setting up not two minutes later the guy like the president gets attacked and he's like i've seen everything they want all our materials and they're just gonna leave us in the dust they just want to kill everyone. And I'm like, well, uh, thanks for the character development on the aliens. What great motivations they have. <sighs> you know, it's not all Shakespeare. That's what I'm going to say to you. You're right. Uh, but it's not all be Shakespeare. I'm not saying it has to be. I'm saying it's not. You're getting paid a lot of money to write a film. Like, to me... And, and here's the thing. It doesn't have to be like, ooh, they're coming for their queen. It can still be that. But give me something a little bit more than the alien's motivation of, no, nah, we just want to kill everybody. That was literally their motivation. It was like, oh, okay. 
Like, there was nothing there besides Yoey aliens. Now, I did have a question for you, Drew, that you might be able to answer for me. Um, Maybe. What's up? And this... It, you may not, so just if you can't, that's fine. The aliens in there look suspiciously like... And I'm, I'm speaking from my seven-year-old memory, so 23 years ago. Looks suspiciously like the alien in the Disney World attraction before they changed it to Stitch before they shut it down. The alien that escapes the little containment pod. Do you know if it was based uh, off of this or if that was just something completely different? I don't know. It probably I something completely different. I don't want to. I don't want to tell you it was or it wasn't. It may be wrong. Um, hold on. Second. Goodness gracious. Oh, like a... Dylan, his son was Ross Bagley. You know who that is? Huh? What, what was your question? Dylan, uh, Will Smith's son in the movie, is Ross Bagley. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know who that is, who right? That? That's, uh, what's his oh, name? Um, 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 Buckwheat from The Little Rascals. Uh, I thought his headshot looked familiar. I passed over it. Um, I'm on IMDb's website right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he looked familiar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm going right now. I'm kind of scanning the like the trivia part for IMDb. Um, I can tell you a couple things. You know, this was the highest grossing movie of 1996. So although you hated it, a lot of people apparently <laughs> liked it. Oh, I'm sure um, they did. And apparently that alien spacecraft that when they were in Area 51, mm-hmm. um, that actually wasn't like green screen or CGI. It was a, they built that thing and it was 65 feet wide. Like it was a full scale. I mean, um, it, it looked that, cool. They, uh, yeah, yeah. I would say especially like, I don't know. Um, some movies in the 90s, some action movies in the 90s can be like really, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of the action can look really fake, especially when you go back and look. But I mean, I got to be honest, you know, Independence Day, yeah, it's probably been a couple of years since I've seen it. But I mean, the the alien scenes and stuff, they do hold up as far as just the effects goes. And you have the classic scene where even like you know it goes over the towers in new york and it shoots down and then it goes over the white house and it shoots down that laser beam like those are like really classic scenes um from this movie and they they effects wise uh they hold up you know they look really good um mm-hmm. so but yeah all right so i know we got a i will say movie. the disney attraction opened in 94 so no it's not based off this movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I guess that's just a coincidence or something. Poor extraterrestrial ride. May you rest in peace. Hmm. All right, Drew. So, uh, so Brent, tell me, tell me your rank. Like, what do you think of this movie? And I've heard your thoughts. What would you rank it? Um, so I'm going to let everybody out there know that my recommendation for this movie is a four. Um. Not going to recommend it. Uh, Now, I will say this. I went to Walmart and got this on Blu-ray for 7 bucks. 
Uh, kind of tells nice. you how most people are thinking of the movie right now. Um, <laughs> they would be right. It was it was worth about five. Wow. Okay. So you said a four. Well, I have a soft spot for this movie. I bet I'm you not going to admit it's it's. If you would ask me that it's a great movie, I would say no. It's not a great movie. Um, but. I saw this movie as a kid, and I've seen it many times just through the years. It's a fun movie. Um, it has some pretty decent special effects. I know the dialogue, you know, it's not Tarantino. It's trash. Um, or not, Sorry. You know. It but, won uh, an Oscar. I'll give it that much. Yeah. Wasn't it for effects? I think so. Or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, Bill best Pullman effects. Speech. Presidential speech that was good, nah, but um, but yeah, I would give this movie a 6.5. 6. It's fine, that's a lot of childhood, childhood nostalgia at work, ladies and gentlemen. What? No, I've seen the movie as an adult. I mean, Look, it's just, I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Look. All I'm saying is, when I was a kid, I cried in Pokemon the first movie too. But that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. that doesn't mean I would still rate it a seven or eight like I would when I was a little bit kid. When Ash turned to stone. Oh my goodness! So so you're gonna laugh at this, you know? Like we were like nine or ten when that came out or whatever, maybe eight or nine. That was nine. Yeah. And so I go and see the movie. I was definitely eight. It was ninety nine. I go and see the movie. And my mom comes with me, and I've told her this later, and she swears it didn't happen. She doesn't even remember seeing the movie. But, you know, as a kid, you sometimes remember things that are more meaningful to you, you know? And so I remember watching that movie, and he gets turned to stone, and I start tearing up because my heart's breaking. Like, even at eight, I can see the sacrifice he made, everything. Like, I understand the theme they're going for there, like, as a basic eight-year-old level. Mm-hmm. And so I'm crying, not like bawling, but tearing up. And I look over and I see a tear running down my mom's face. And I was just like, even she oh. teared up. <laughs> she, oh. might, she might have been tearing up like, why am I still watching this garbage? <laughs> what did I... like all the better things she could have done that day. <laughs> She's thinking, of, what could I be doing if I didn't have a kid? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, okay, moving on. So you gave it a four. I gave it a 6.5. The fan, uh, IMDb fan rating is a 7.0. So a lot of people really like this movie. I mean, they can't all Um, be right. And then, then, yeah, you hear that? Brett's going against the fans. I'm always with the fans, guys. (laughs) And then uh, the meta score is a 59, which is surprisingly pretty high. Um, For this type like, of movie, I was surprised. Honestly. A six, which I give it a six point five. So um, I thought that so, yeah. Metacritic would be about like a thirty nine, just because of how nice. the critics I are. Mean, I, I honestly, you know what I think saved it? Will Smith. You know what I think saved it? Well, America. Yeah, that the effects are just really good. Like, yes, I will give that. Because they use practical effects too. They use models, the 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 White House blowing up, and then like the Empire State Building blowing up. Those are actual model buildings that they built and then destroyed. Like, and they filmed it. 
Um, I, the effects were just really good. It just wasn't like some green screen trash or CGI. Like, um, I mean, it was it was legit. So I think that's what helped. And then obviously Will Smith is super charismatic. Like he can, he's been in several movies that I I don't consider good, but I enjoy seeing him. You didn't like Hitch? Oh yeah, Hitch was great. <laughs> Hitch was great. Nah, I, I agree with you. A movie like uh, I didn't like the movie that much, but he did a movie called Hancock. Yeah, uh, it was like him being a superhero. Mm-hmm. His, I liked his performance. I thought his performance was great. I didn't like. The, I didn't think the movie was great, but I liked him. See, and he, I remember watching that movie in theaters. I don't remember anything that's about. I just remember watching it. That's how forgettable that movie he's was. A yeah, he's I know that much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that's what helped it out a lot. And you know, I mean, the cast at the time, you know, you got Will Smith, but you also got Jeff Goldblum. He's like a, he's a cult classic. Everyone loves him. Jurassic Not only Park. that, I was about to say, he's just off Jurassic Park. Like, that was a big name. Adam Baldwin yeah. was in there, too. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know if he was like really big at that point. I don't know. He might probably, have been. Probably not that, that much. But, I mean, you know, James Duvall, uh, Brent Spiner, Vivica A. Fox. You know, I mean, you got a, you got some big names. Bill Pullman. Um, he had been doing a few things. I just looked. I mean, he's been acting Harvey. since 80, but yeah, nothing huge, I wouldn't say. TV shows. So, I mean, I mean, this was a powerhouse movie. Like I said, it's not, it's not anything that's, you know, it's not Shakespeare, it's not Tarantino, it's not, it's not Spielberg, but I mean, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's. It's not awful, you know. It's good, yeah. good effect. And, and, and we're, we're, I saw pros to it. I just was not the biggest fan. All right, so let's move on to the movie you assigned to me. One that's so much um, better. Armageddon. So, all right, guys. So this movie. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I. All right, all right. I'm soaking I'm your love. Mind. I'm soaking in your love in the movie. Shut up, Brett. I'm Let me s- talk. I'm, I'm airing myself with it right now. Mm. I'm going to give you my true thoughts on this movie. Give it to me. This movie, <laughs> the plot, the dialogue, the action sequences make almost no sense and are super dumb. <laughs> However, I love this movie. This is like, if you had to ask me, Drew, what's your film equivalent of like a guilty pleasure? Armageddon would be it. The mm. movie is, the premise is so stupid. You got an astro, you got an asteroid this approximately the size of Texas, and they only discovered it within like six weeks out. First of all, that doesn't happen. Like an an asteroid that massive. NASA would have seen it like probably years ahead to be mm. able to you know what I mean? Like they they can track asteroids like a mile wide in space and project their trajectory by like years and thousands of years. You mean to tell me that an asteroid the size of one of the largest states in the United States of America just slipped by <laughs> them? Like that makes no sense. Um and oh, oh my gosh! Like 
Okay, so you would think drilling. They got to drill the asteroid. That does make sense. They even use the firecracker analogy. You hold a firecracker in your hand, it goes off, you burn your hand. You close your fist around it, you blow off your hand. And that's true. Like, you know, they to destroy an asteroid that big, they would probably have to drill down and detonate a nuke. However, mm-hmm. it's like, literally being an astronaut has got to be one of the most difficult jobs in the world. There's only like a handful of people that do it. Yeah. You can literally like count the astronauts. There's only like maybe a hundred on the planet. Like it's a very highly skilled job. Mm-hmm. And it's like you take these drillers and they're good at what they do. People that work in the oil field, there's hundreds of thousands of oil field workers. There's probably, <laughs> like there's a lot of oil field workers. It's I'm not I'm not diminishing the skill of an oil field worker, but there's a lot of people that could do it. Um, they they're like instead of teaching highly trained astronauts how to drill, we're gonna take in these roughneck oil drillers and train them to be literally one of the most difficult jobs. Plan. <laughs> oh, and we have less than six weeks to do it. Like. It's just bananas. The whole plot is so stupid. Um, uh, Listen. <laughs> Are you trying to say that astronauts could drill like them? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Give me a shovel. I could drill like them. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've but, seen okay, you with a right. shovel. I do not believe that. Look. Look. Like I said, this movie is freaking bananas. It's a stupid premise directed by a stupid director. I'm sorry, Michael Bay. Um, <gasps> written by written, written by some stupid writer. Sorry, J.J. Abrams. <laughs> but uh, played by actors like Bruce Willis, who, let's face it, um, he once was good, but now he's kind of slipping. Hey, he was he good was in 98. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was. Um... Ben Affleck. The cast is really great, by the way. You know, yeah. Steve Buscemi, Michael Clark Duncan, R.I.P. Baby. Um, William Fickner. Uh, really great cast. Uh, Liv Tyler. All that stuff. But, like, I, I love this movie. It's a guilty pleasure. But this movie is dumb. Almost everything about it is dumb. The, uh, what... I think what helps it a lot is it had a killer soundtrack with uh, with Aerosmith. It definitely they even, did. They even wrote this song. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall asleep. Um, whatever that song title is. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a big dumb movie that I absolutely love. This like is... if it, if I'm like just surfing channels on TV. And if I just happen to see it on, which, let's be honest, like, this 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 movie comes on a lot on television. Just surf the channels. Try, like, uh, TBS, TNT. Like, it, it's coming on, especially uh-huh. in the summer. They play it a lot. Um, and, in fact, that's exactly what I did, like, three weeks ago. I was channel surfing, and I saw Armageddon. And it was only, like, the first 15 minutes had played, so I just hopped right in. And I was just like... And that worked out good for you then. Yeah. I've seen the movie like, 
I don't know, a dozen times at least, probably. And it's so dumb, but it's so good. This is this is definitely like my guilty pleasure for sure. So, um, so let me say this: there is one scene in this movie that makes the movie for me. Yes, and that is when Harry and Grace are talking at the end, and he goes, uh-huh. "Looks like I'm gonna have to break that promise." And you're like, "Oh no, oh, oh, I'm crying." Bruce, stop! I'm gonna cry more. <laughs> oh, that's such a sad part. Oh, it was so good. Well, you can try and trash this movie as dumb. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> uh, so. I just love that they had Billy Bob Thornton as one of the NASA engineers. Hey, man, he should be. Like, like, how did he not get put as the oil? Drug? <laughs> like, how did he get the, the one of the NASA engineers? Listen, <laughs> give like, him a break. Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, come on. So let me um, let me just uh tell you a little story here. I am nine or ten years old. And we're having a Super Bowl party at my friend's house next door. And we're having a great time. And it is the first time ever I've been introduced to the boxes. Like, you know, you buy a little square or whatever for the score. Mm -hmm. And so, being probably 10 at the time, I don't know what we're doing. I'm just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll put my name in. That sounds fun. Because we weren't, like, paying money. It was just his mom went and bought some prizes for each quarter. And so he he writes all the numbers down and then picks his squares. My friend does. And so I just throw my name on a few. I think we've each got like four or something. And I get done. And the first quarter ends. And he's like, ha, you see, it's based off of the first number. So I got all the zeros and ones. So I'm going to win like every quarter. And we're all just like, oh, this sucks, you know. And so uh, he gets like the first two uh, prizes for first and second quarter, and like he's going downstairs. He looks at the list at the end of the second quarter. He's like, "Ha, got it, number two in the books or whatever." And his mom looks at it and goes, "Graham, it's the second number, not the first, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not the zero and the one. It's the other one." <laughs> and he's like, "What?" And so she looks at it and she goes. Brett, you won the first quarter. <laughs> and I'm like, yes! And I got VHS Armageddon. And I loved it. Got to watch it. That's my first cool experience story, with this movie. It was fun. We had a great time. I think that was the year that um, at halftime we went out and just ran around the neighborhood for a while. And then Justin Timberlake did his thing. And we were really sad we missed it because we were 10-year-old boys who like to pretend that we hey, like yo, girls. There, <laughs> <laughs> we were 10-year-old boys who like to pretend that we like girls like that. And so if it happens, we're like, oh, yeah. And in reality, we were just like, let's go play baseball. You know, so. <sighs> but, uh, but, yeah, so uh, what would you rank this movie? Uh, I think it's your job to rank them first, my friend. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, I give this movie a tantalizing 7.5. Ooh, nice. Man, 
Imagine if it had a great uh, like dialogue and plot for you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like I said, I'm fully aware this movie's dumb. Like on on paper, this movie should be awful. Uh, this movie should suck. It, it's super stupid. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm so glad you love it. I'm going to rank it a seven. Um. I'll definitely watch it again. It's not some like crazy movie that I'm gonna go recommend to everybody. But if you haven't seen it, definitely go watch it. If you see it on TV, check it out. Uh, it's it's good enough to hold your attention. I think you'll enjoy it personally. Um, if Drew can say that, I think you can trust him on that front. If he says it's stupid and he loves it, it's probably stupid and he loves it. Uh, so make sure you check this movie out if you haven't yet. Um, did you see it streaming anywhere? Um, I watched it on TV. Yeah, it's it's on TV all the time. If you Google like it Armageddon plays, TV, it, you'll find it. It's gonna be on soon, surely. It it plays on TV a lot. Like I watched it like two or three weeks ago on TV. If if um, not, go I on imagine, it. Similar to Independence Day, you can probably find it in a bargain bin. It's an older DVD. You know, it's an older movie yep. from 1998. Um, My recommendation: I go on eBay, get it for nine nine cents. I would say take five dollars and just go to Walmart and just buy the movie. Like mm-hmm. probably probably less than that. Um nah, but yeah. No. Nah. I mean it, I mean <laughs> I don't have to talk about the quality of the movie. I'm just saying like, when, I was, <laughs> when I was that night when I was searching for um unrelated uh The Greatest Showman, like I literally passed like four copies of Armageddon and like the five dollar or less bin, but they were DVDs. They weren't Blu-rays. That big bin they have at Walmart, because I was searching yeah. through that for so many movies. And guess yeah. what? When I was what? there, I found the greatest movie recommendation for you. Uh, but before we uh, tell you that, Armageddon IMDb fan rating is a six point seven out of ten, so they're right there with me, basically with Drew as well. They're right there. Metacritic's a 42. Uh, well, the critics are wrong sometimes, so we that's just... Fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. This is a dumb movie. Oh, uh, give them a break. Um, they tried their best. I fully agree with, with the Metacritic. Give them a break. <laughs> uh, but if you want to check that out, go find it at the Bargain Bin. Fun movie. Like I said, I would, if you're patient, eBay it for 99 cents. I'm sure someone's selling it for 99 cents or less. Uh, now watch out for those shipping cha- charges. That's where they get you. Um, Drew, next week, I have a summer blockbuster that you are going to love. And I can assure you, as I went to Walmart this week looking for Independence Day, that it is there. It is not streaming anywhere, as far as I'm aware, which is really strange because it has a sequel coming out in 2021, surprisingly. Do you know what I'm talking about yet? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what, like, what year is it from? Is it more recent or is it older? It's an older movie. It's from the, oh my goodness, I think eighties. Yeah, it's from the eighties. Yeah, that movie is yeah. Top Gun. Top Gun. Oh wow, yeah. Good old goose. Mm-hmm. So you'll be watching Top Gun. Uh, Drew, what are you going to make me watch this week? And should I be worried? All right. 
No, you shouldn't be worried. It's a fantastic movie. I'm always um, worried. Uh, this, the movie I'm going to make you watch actually has one of the actors that we just talked about. Um, stars Bruce Willis in 1988, so 10 years previous to uh, Armageddon. And this is like peak Bruce Willis. I think this is where he definitely peaked as far as just like acting and the movies that he did. Just freaking phenomenal. Great villain from Alan Rickman, R.I.P. You know, he played Snape. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, the classic Die Hard. Die Hard. You know, hard. Jake Peralta is going to be very proud of me. Yes. But, um, so I'm going to be watching Die Hard. Where can I see that at? Um, Die Hard is streaming on Hulu right All now. Alright, so if you want to watch Die Hard with me this week, you can check that out on Hulu. If you would like to watch Top Gun with Drew, go check out your Walmart bargain bin, or you can rent it on Prime. Um, I mean, I was looking at renting Independence Day on Prime, and it's like five bucks, and I got it the movie for seven bucks on Blu-ray. So, I mean, I would definitely just go to Walmart and get it. Um, yeah. But if you would like to watch Independence Day or um, Armageddon, like we said, bargain bin, Google what movies are, are playing on TV. They're probably on there somewhere soon. Uh, but we just want to thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we know that everyone's had a busy week, if you're anything like us. Uh, but the weekend is almost here. Not too far out of reach, is it, Drew? Nope. So uh, we will be enjoying our weekend watching some movies, and we hope you can too. Y'all have a great time spend it with your family and enjoy or continue to enjoy summer as well as you can